Content warning. On this podcast, we discuss sensitive issues, including but not limited to swearing, tasteless jokes, situations of a sexual nature, and drug use. This podcast is not intended for children. Hello and welcome to Bibliorex for our Valentine's special. Yay. I'm Bugs. And I'm in love with uh, this story. No, I'm not. This story's stupid. Also, I'm Bam Bam. Hi, Bam Bam. We had said we were going to stop doing bonus material for a little while, and you said this is just too much fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. For the listeners, we're recording this after we've recorded Fifty Shades of Grey and Wings of a Butterfly, which were two awful, horrific, terrible, upsetting, bad, 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 dark romances. And I have been assured that this is lighthearted. It's so lighthearted that uh, it just doesn't, it's not even touching the ground. Is it sickly sweet? (laughs) I don't, yeah, kind of. So this one is Valentine's Day with the Mountain Man by Kelsey Calloway. Was this one of those that was going around on Facebook of like the cover picture? I don't know. It might have been. Uh, so this one comes as a suggestion from uh, Lily because she found this one. It was brand new. There were like no ratings on Audible. Huh. It's really weird because uh, this is the first Audible uh, book that I've listened to that was AI voice narrated. Oh, weird. Yeah. So that that's very rare. I've been listening to Audible for like years. Yeah. This is the first time I've encountered that. Huh. And I hope it's not a trend. Yeah, that would probably be not very fun to yeah. listen to. Which this one, it's just so cheap. Like, I, I don't blame you for not wanting someone else to read this aloud. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they couldn't pay anyone enough to do it. Right. <laughs> The story takes place with a character named Liam, who is a photographer that is taking pics of the mountain town, which I think is called Wildwood Ridge, maybe? Okay. It's it's really weird, because it never says the town name is Wildwood Ridge. It refers oh. to a place called Wildwood Ridge, but it never says explicitly that that is the place that they are at. Off to the uh, off to a bad start. Yeah, no, it, very, pretty unclear. I just I had to imply that this is the place that he's going to is Wildwood Ridge. And uh, he's staying at a lodge called Cedar Lodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that's I guess that's where he's going to sleep and he's going to hike around Wildwood Ridge and take nature photos because he works for a, a news, uh, a magazine called Nature Lens. Oh, OK, so just nature photography. Yeah. So he gets to the lodge and he's talking to uh, the hotel clerk. The hotel clerk looks him up and she says, oh, no. (laughs) It's you. (laughs) Uh, She says, you've uh, accidentally been double booked because you booked your room online and computers are complicated and mysterious. He has to share a room with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's really weird so normally what would happen is the hotel would just pay for another room somewhere else Uh uh-huh and that's not sexy bam bam (laughs) 
that's not the start of a good porn. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> the hotel manager uh, suggests that he can uh, just talk to the other guest and uh, see if it's okay with them to just share a room because they've got a really nice couch or they can even share a bed. Oh, Ooh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Pizza Boy's coming at nine. <laughs> Automatically, Liam is not opposed to sharing a bed. Okay. Like, doesn't know anything about, could be another guy, could be... A woman. It could be a 90-year-old woman. As soon as he's like, okay. And then uh, the hotel manager says, okay, as soon as she gets here, I'll set it up. And then he has the aware thought that, uh, what if this is like a 60-year-old maid? (laughs) Who has to go to bed at like eight o'clock at night? <laughs> You're I making ma- too much noise. I made. I might have made a mistake at hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Well, he probably has to get up super early if he's doing nature photography, right? But he's just excited at the prospect of just having someone in his. Sphere. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Like he, he perks up when he's told that someone is going to be sharing a room, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't like you. I wouldn't want to share my private space with someone I never met. As you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You certainly shouldn't be excited about it. No, that's just weird. Uh, We switch perspectives to another character, and at the beginning of every chapter, it says the name of whose perspective it is, Mm -hmm. and now we switch to Mia, Mm -hmm. but the AI voice, for some reason, just at the beginning of the chapter, like not during like conversation and dialogue and stuff says MIA like, like says missing in action <laughs> so at the beginning of every chapter where it's her perspective it's just like MIA <laughs> but every other time it gets it right as Mia but <laughs> I just thought that was fun that is funny so Mia is exhausted from being a teacher and she's looking forward to a nice relaxing solitary Valentine's Day and a little vacation for her. So as soon as she gets there, Iris tells me that there was a hiccup, but she's already found the solution. Uh, so Iris tells Mia everything happens for a reason and takes her to her oh, room. Oh, fuck off. No. <laughs> no, that's what you tell someone whose kid has died, not somebody who can just get them a new brew. Oh, God. Who says that to a kid? What the fuck? No, you know, you say that to a mom whose kid has died. No. Well, that's what I hear. In my so sad. You, get, you get her whatever ice cream she wants, and you leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. This so. is something she could very easily fix. This isn't a god thing, right? <laughs> oh my god! This book blames the universe and fate, everything except for human stupidity for everything that happens in this story, and. I took a word count uh, of a couple of words that I noticed happened like multiple times. Uh, Chaos and fate were the second and third most commonly used words throughout this entire story. Okay. What? No. Over a double booking? Yeah. What? No, just everything. Everything from here on out is universe and fate this over and over and over. It reminds me of the Christmas train. And chaos. Chaos comes up a lot. <laughs> like, they just say chaos, mm. fate, or the universe like interchangeably. You can't blame chaos and story. fate at the same time, right. my dear. That doesn't work. 
but by a large margin, overwhelmingly, the word that gets used more than any other in this book is the word warm. Warm? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so this, on the audiobook, it was an hour long, and I counted the word warm was used 23 times. Good grief. That's like you describing something as warm like every two minutes on average. Right. That's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, this story wants you so badly to just think everything is just warm and comfy. Love is happening. We're trying to set the scene. Mm -hmm. So Iris, the hotel clerk or manager, tells me, uh, uh, here's your room. And as soon as she walks in and stands in the room, Iris says, and this is Liam. And Liam's just sitting on the couch. Does she tell her that the room's double booked and she's sharing it with some random? Not, not until she just got in there. What? No. Nope. So then she explains I would be it. so upset. <laughs> Rightfully so. So they talk for a little bit. And bafflingly, Mia agrees to share the room. Mm-hmm. And, like, feels guilty for not offering to share the bed, like, immediately with Liam. Because <laughs> they discuss it, and she's just like, oh, well, he's probably fine. It's a huge bed. We can share it. It's like, no, that's uh, that's a boundary with a stranger. Yeah. <sighs> but it also doesn't describe him, so I don't know if it's just because he's, like, really hot or something. Like, all I know about him is that he's a photographer. Right. Do we know how old these people are? No, nope, doesn't say. Really? Yeah, presumably not 60, because... Uh, Wait, working age. They yeah. both have jobs. Yeah, I'm imagining, like, 30s. Right, because they're like both professionals yeah. who have careers. <sighs> Weird. Was this the one that you said you thought might be AI written? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's it's got like a weird lack of focus throughout this entire story, I think. Like a human would notice, we don't know what he looks like. We don't yeah. know what's happening in the or story. Or a human would know people don't just accept having a stranger in their hotel room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she suggests that they share the bed and she um, immediately regrets it. Uh, and Liam, of course, agrees because <laughs> he's a fucking creep. <laughs> and then she thinks, oh, nothing bad could come of this. Uh-huh. And then the chapter ends. Hmm. Like, this is just setting up something awful. <laughs> <laughs> so I was expecting the worst. Yeah. So they unpack. He asks what, what she does. And even though he already knows because... Iris earlier told him Mia was a teacher and was coming down for some alone time. Wait, so she's gossiping with this guy? Yeah, total stranger. Doesn't not a local. She know Iris knows Mia because she's local and teaches school around there. Oh, weird. Yeah. I would be pissed. It's this is like a setup. This is like a yeah. a setup. The local old maid. Yeah, she's like. Oh, isn't it a shame that this lonely school teacher isn't uh, getting dicked down by some fine photography peen? And this guy is just the random guy she manages to stick in the same room as her? Yep, like no vetting, only a hi. Oh, do you want to share a room with a lady? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be in a proximity and under a social contract where she can't just leave? Bizarre. Yeah. It's real weird. It doesn't seem like uh, like it, this was written by a human <laughs> that knows things. Or it really is the setup for a porn movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Which later we get to the sex and it's so just bland. <laughs> like this sex is just the least. So- I don't even think they sweat. That's how unseasoned the sex is. Even though it's so warm. Yeah, it's, incre- it's incredibly warm sex. <laughs> she tells him a story about a student, just like a generic, like heartwarming. Oh, he's so shy. And uh, he comes out of a shell and it's, I'm so proud of him blah blah and then he tells her about his job and he starts a fire in the fireplace which the the geography of this room is like baffling to me because later it'll start bringing up like two heat sources like Hmm. you're you can start a fire in the fireplace to warm up but also there's a heater in the room so it's there's like two sources of heat (laughs) and the wine is one i'll get into it later but no wonder they're warm 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 sweating (laughs) there's so many heat sources on right now so he starts talking about his job he's been to africa and talks about like photoing animals and stuff like that and uh, mia is just enraptured like i don't think she's ever heard a man talk Uh, so he says that the the best moments are the quiet ones, even though they've been like talking nonstop. So it kind of feels like in a way he's like, God, this sure would be nice if you would shut the fuck up. <laughs> So they just they keep talking vaguely about their lives. And uh, the more they talk, the physically closer they get. Mm-hmm. So Liam asks her if uh, she would ever leave her job that she has uh, only spoken about like passionately, like positively. Right. And she's like, only for something like really important. <laughs> like really, really. Sort How big is it? <laughs> <laughs> Does not say. I'm not convinced this man has a penis. <laughs> they go to bed in the same bed, and uh, fortunately, no one gets raped through the night. So that Ooh, that's good. But I feel I really feel like Liam wanted to get raped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, okay, hold on. Okay, <laughs> I. How far into the book is this? Is this like a chunk or is this just the intro? Is this the whole This story? is a pretty good chunk. Like I'd say And this we is have like... almost nothing about the characters established except yeah, it doesn't. he is male, presumably. She is, is female. Boy. Presumably. <laughs> she is receptacle for pain. He is school teacher and he is photographer. Yeah. They are stuck in this room together because the because the plot relies on this to happen. Required it. This is so boring. I I came up with a central message for this at the end, but it doesn't doesn't make sense until the end. Okay. So Liam wakes up. He's in bed and he's just typing like an asshole on his laptop instead of going into another room, which would be fucking reasonable considering you're in bed with a stranger. Oh, and so he's like being loud and obnoxious early in the morning and like wakes her up. So Liam invites her to chase the sunrise is the way he puts it. And that's just that's a bizarre alien way of saying that he just wants to go out in the woods and take photos and shit. You know, in Fifty Shades of Grey, Hmm. Christian says that. Does he? Yes. He says chase the sunrise, too. In the book. Yeah. He has that thing of get up super early and go out and see the because they're seeing the sun coming up when they go up in the um, glider. Oh. 
It's just okay, funny that, that in that does this support. week, both of them come out and it's like maybe they just took a couple plot pieces from other <laughs> Well, that random... supports the theory that this is AI generated because it could have just stole that chunk from 50 I had shades. never heard the phrase chase the dawn or yeah. chase the sun. That's why I thought Chase the dawn so... before this week listening to Fifty Shades of Grey. That's so weird. And now it's twice. So to me, that's like a weird. It's like when you hear a new word and then you yes. just keep hearing it. And I never heard that before and i was like that is just weird. weird and who wants to get up at odark 30 yeah not me yeah well i mean this uh this photography man uh but yeah she agrees and uh the, just him asking just sends her heart a fluttering uh-huh. so they swap more work stories because what the fuck else are they going to talk about and not, it doesn't go like into detail it just says they it, it's telling <laughs> not showing it doesn't even have dialogue no. it just says they talk yeah. about yeah, it just skips right over it. Wow. So they get to a waterfall and he asks her if she wants to take a pic or take a picture of the waterfall. And she's like, oh, I've never touched a camera before. What? Yeah. Is this set in modern times? I don't know when this is. They're they in a car, obviously. <laughs> oh, they don't have cell phones? No, but it was only written like this year. So I don't know. <laughs> it's set. Huh. It doesn't imply that it's set in any other time. But they're think. in a car. Like no, they, they're like walking around. Oh, they just went in the woods. But like, they have the technology of cars and stuff and internet because yeah. they used a computer. Yeah, if they use so a there computer, ha- there has they to, there has to be, be cell, phone. yeah. cell phones. Okay, weird. So uh, she she takes a pic and he's like, "Oh wow, you're really good at this." Author really likes describing scenes more than anything else, mm-hmm. which is good because the dialogue is shit mm-hmm. and the story is non-existent. <laughs> Mia acts like she's never taken a picture before. Uh, Uh, And then they go deeper into the woods and they come upon a cabin and they just intrude into it. Rude. (laughs) Yeah. Which it's like the door is shut, but I think it's implying like it's dilapidated and like clearly abandoned maybe, but it doesn't really say. But there's a bunch of yellowed paper on a table and paintings of trees and light, like just landscapes, like clearly like local stuff around. Mm -hmm. And they keep going into like postulating questions about what this cabin could be about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They don't understand the concept of just uh, somebody used this one time and then didn't use it again. Yeah. No, they they keep postulating, oh, this is uh, someone's love shack or this is uh, where someone wanted to be isolated so they could do their art. And I don't know why the fuck it brought up all the papers on the table because they just look at them, say, acknowledge that they are in fact paper, and then never look at them again. And then they just leave and they go back to the lodge. So that was nothing. Yeah, it was just nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. That is weird. Uh, so they tell each other how good a time they had, and they hold hands. <laughs> So presumably they go back to their room and sleep in the same bed again and don't rape, presumably. Mm -hmm. So the next day they go to the festival. Uh, They get chocolate strawberries and they do more hand brushing because they keep like brushing each other's hands or arms and stuff like that. And they both get like really excited about it. But not actually hand holding? In between hand holding. Like anytime they just touch each other. We're going to have three days of meet cute. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) 
because uh, I think this is like 20 minutes into the story and I'm just like, fuck already. Yeah, geez, what is this? Uh, despite being a photographer, Liam suggests that they use a photo booth to commemorate how super close friends they are now. <laughs> And it's just b- bizarre. I think the story forgot he was a photographer. <laughs> like, you would mm-hmm. think if he was, if that was his profession, he would probably look down on photo booths, maybe. But I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't This matter. feels like it was written by an eight-year-old. I know. That's why I keep thinking it's written by an AI, and it's just so bizarre. Yeah. But yeah, everything about the story is just trying to sell you on the fact that they have so much synergy. They eat snacks. Liam has never ate a funnel cake before. <laughs> And that's when Mia, almost apropos of nothing, she says, let me tell you about my most memorable Valentine's Day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, When she was 10, her dad took her in a horse-drawn carriage. And from from then on, her dad was her Prince Charming. Oh, and that was weird. Hey, okay. right? that's weird. It's a good thing it never comes up again. <laughs> yeah, so that's taking Daddy's little girl to a little bit of an extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something a human would know that was kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Liam exchanges a story. Uh, he says one year before uh, on Valentine's Day, he took his girlfriend to a restaurant where she got food poisoning <laughs> mm. and spent the rest of the day holding her hair, but proved that he was a at least least a gentleman right and uh mia thinks it's funny but in like a cute way so that the story like the story says that it says mia thinks this is funny but not in like a rude way because the story doesn't want you to think that mia's a bitch yeah this is really giving me ai or english as a second language (laughs) or something i don't know so they start talking about relationship stuff And it seems like Mia wants what she wants in a relationship is an established 10 year long relationship right now. She doesn't want to actually like go through the trouble of working. Right. She just wants to be at that point because she wants someone special to share memories with, uh, someone who understands her quirks and dreams, someone who laughs when uh, things don't go to plan. And that's only stuff you get from like a partner you've been with for a long time. Yeah, because you have to get through a whole lot of awkward and a whole lot of life before Mm -hmm. getting to that level of comfort. Which the fact that they're showing this much comfort with each other Mm -hmm. immediately is super weird. And it's not following the porn thing of, oh dear, Hmm. now I am naked. (laughs) (laughs) We're not following the script that it should be if we were doing one of those. I feel like your inner inner monologue is saying, like, when does the porn start? Yes. (laughs) But this is like, this is literally, oh, I've never talked to a girl. What's Mm -hmm. an idea? How could I be forced to talk to a girl? And she would look at me and think, oh, that's cute and funny. Like, that's why I'm getting such immature, childish stuff from this. Well, this next bit is going to make that even worse because at this point, the subtext is just regular text because Liam uh, hopes that Maybe they're talking about each other because they're talking like sort of veiled and vaguely and they're very clearly talking about each other. And he's like, I sure hope we're talking about each other. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, maybe this Valentine's Day will be one we remember for years to come. But he only says it to himself. (laughs) (sighs) 
so at this point, dark clouds start showing up on the scene. Like, it seems like the plot just got real tired of just all this cutesy bullshit and just like whips up a storm to get them into the next scene. Mm-hmm. So everyone's afraid of the rain and everybody's just like freaking the fuck out because, oh no, they might get wet, I guess. Liam and Mia are taking this all in stride. Do we know where in the country this is? Nope. But I don't, this it's somewhere is in This is in February. This is at Valentine's Day. And it's raining. Mm -hmm. We're having a big rainstorm. Yeah. Okay. It's somewhere in the mountains. But the story keeps saying like everything is like snow covered. But also, uh, anytime that it would be inconvenient for there to be snow on the ground, there's no snow. And now... It's raining, so you would think that this would get rid of all the snow that's on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, fuck, it fucking doesn't, because later there's snow in the scene again. <laughs> so we're not consistent through time or place or anything like Nothing that. Nothing is consistent. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Mia is, at this point, breathless because uh, they're holding hands again. So she's not breathless from the sprint, but she's also breathless from just touching Liam. Mm-hmm. And she says, I can't help but to surrender to laughter. Uh, Lily took this part of the notes for me because I just got real tired <laughs> from it. Right. But yeah, this is where she noticed that everything at this point is beauty and chaos just over and over again. What does that even mean? I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, everything is described as being beautiful, like the situation is beautiful. Uh, fate has brought things together so that they can be this way. Uh, everything is just so chaotic and beautiful. Ugh. <laughs> so they go back to their room and this is the part where it gets really uh, fidgety as to whether there's a heater in the room or not because the heater is going but they're still cold so they start a fire but the heater is making them really warm and then the fire is warm and then <laughs> they decide to drink some wine and the wine is warm and that does that doesn't sound good at all <laughs> Unless it's like a, a special kind of wine that's supposed to be heated when you drink it. But I think this is just a bottle of wine that, that they picked up from beside the heater or something. It was just nasty hot wine. <laughs> so they start drinking the wine. So they're obviously over 21. <laughs> I guess. Well, Iris is the one that left the bottle of wine in the room. So I don't trust anything she does. Right. Because she's apparently very invested in getting these two strangers to fuck each other. That is just so weird. <sighs> oh, yeah. While they're drinking, uh, Mia says, this has been the most magical Valentine's Day. So I guess she's over her dad now. <laughs> and she's feeling vulnerable about saying this. So it's raining outside and there's also freshly fallen snow on the ground. <laughs> It's raining snow. <laughs> and this is where I notice something that's weird. Uh, the story keeps talking about the town, mm -hmm. like in conjunction with Liam and Mia, because they're just like, oh, everything is so perfect. And I love this town. And it seems like the town is in a thruple with Liam and Mia. And I, I, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> But yeah, everything's getting like hot 
and heavy and the chaos all the chaos words just come over and over and over again like as this gets more sexual it gets more chaotic i guess that is just so strange Mm -hmm. but at the same time everything is like really warm (laughs) warm and chaotic (laughs) so they finally kiss after all this built-up tension the kiss involved the words learning each other's flavors yeah, yeah. I don't know what the. It sounds vile. Like I feel like this is more oral than what it really is. Uh, so she pulls away, and he says, "Stay where the fuck is." Wait, what? Wait, no. Read that quote exactly. <laughs> I think I. Uh, I I think this is my line of thought while I was writing this note. <laughs> oh, I remember now. So she pulls away, and he says, "Stay." Uh huh. Like she's a, like you know, like you would say to a dog. Oh, <laughs> uh. like where the fuck is she gonna go? She's in her hotel room, <laughs> right? But he like uh leaves for a second. And uh, puts her up on the bed, and they're still making out, and they move to the bed. Mia's body is beautiful and nondescript, <laughs> so that it could just be, she could look like anybody, even uh, you, listener. <laughs> uh, so this is when they start uh, fondling. Uh, I recorded my favorite lines out of this. His fingers dance at the edge of her desire. Oh, God. I just feel like he's doing jazz hands on her (laughs) vagina. (laughs) Finger puppets. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's, uh, of course, the obligatory. I position myself at the threshold of her warmth. Oh, God. Because, of course, it's got to be warm. Every fiber of him wants to claim her. That's a lot. Uh, but he doesn't because he's a gentleman. <laughs> he just leaves her hanging. Well, he like asks her permission. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. At least he is concerned with her consent. I will. I'm that's gladly... better than either of the yeah. other books we've done. That's a that's refreshing. It's a right very now. refreshing. Uh, I'll take the tastes and grosses. Bleh. Mm. So over and over again at this point, they just keep touching each other with their hands. And every time they do, like, it's like too many times. Like, it mentions it like four times, like in a row. But every mm-hmm. time they touch each other, it leaves like metaphorical trails of fire on each other, which I think is just a commonplace romance thing. Yeah. It just does it too many times. It's just the bad romance stuff. Yeah. I fed a bot 5,000. <laughs> cheap romance novels uh, and this is what it spit out so this entire time that they're having sex they're thinking about fate and chaos and that just makes it hotter for them for some reason like it says like he's thinking about how fateful this is right as he's on the edge <laughs> and of course they orgasm at the same time because it's a romance and it's a novel so, uh, so Hey, at least she came. That was like, that's that's a positive. Hmm. So the sex language spoken by this AI voice, whether it's written by an AI, is very funny. 
Oh, I'll bet. Uh, all the, oh, all God. This, all, all the orgasming and uh, just that stilted fucking nobody voice. That is hilarious. <sighs> So now now is time for uh, Pillow Talk. Uh, Mia wants him to stay with her forever. They've known each other Whoa. for like 24 hours. <laughs> and had sex once. Right. Whoa. Uh, so uh, Liam is remarking on how she smells. He says her hair smells like fire. Like what the fuck does it, does she smell like smoke? <laughs> she smells like smoke. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. I think that's one of those chaotic smells. Hey, you know who else smells like chaos? Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, C4 energy. Uh, <laughs> hey, do you want uh, your skin to itch and to just suddenly be angry? <laughs> Try C4 energy. <laughs> Here, Here's an ad. Hello, Biblio fans, friends, and fiends. Just taking a moment to tell you how to find our growing community. We're on Facebook and Instagram, where I try to post pretty often, and we have a subreddit that we will start using as soon as Bam Bam gets over his crippling fear of Reddit. (laughs) And of course, our YouTube. Look us up at Bibliorex. We would love to hear suggestions and chat about bad books there, as well as over email, bibliorex at gmail.com. That's spelled B-I-B-L-I-O-W-R-E-C-K-S. Thank you for listening. Now let's get back to that bad book. And we're back and everything is chaotic and fate (laughs) and fucking, oh, it's so warm right now. (laughs) Oh, boy. How how you you feeling now, Bugs? Uh, Much better because I needed... A much lighter, funnier, yeah, than we've I, been doing lately. Yeah, this this oh. th- this is a good aftercare episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I'm just really amused at the idea of what you would feed into an AI to mm-hmm. get this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure. Out. I I think maybe the author would have fed in her other stories because she's got like multiple stories of just other mountain men romances. But neither of them are mountain men. No. I'm disappointed. He went outside once and took some... And he's not described as having like a big bushy beard or long hair or a rifle or something. Like with a a soul patch and a beanie. (laughs) Like uh, thick rim uh, glasses. Right. Hmm. So at this point, uh, the harmony counter is through the roof. Like everything's so harmonious and so peaceful. And also and, chaotic. And also and chaotic. <laughs> 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 uh, so at this point, the, the story like slips a little bit. And like Mia says a line that implies that they're in the cabin. Or oh. that the cabin was like a super important thing that happened in the story. Weird. Yeah. Because she's just like, oh, everything is so perfect with you and the town and this cabin. And I'm like, you're not at the cat. You're in your hotel. Right. But yeah, now uh, reality comes crashing back and they're so different. And how could it work? She's a teacher and he's a photographer. And those <laughs> things are mutually exclusive. Everyone knows it. <laughs> God damn it. But how long were they going to stay at this hotel? Because most people stay like a single night. I think it was like three days. 
that oh, they were okay. pl- that they were playing so it with. was established they were both staying there for like multiple days right I think I think so but also you would have other stuff planned to do besides being in your hotel room mm-hmm. I, uh, I I had no idea I, I don't know where he just decides that he's gonna live in Wildwood Ridge now and be with her forever and uh, whoa <laughs> big step. <laughs> Because it makes a big deal about him always being like on the road and he's a roamer going to different countries and stuff. And he's like, I am ready to settle in now that I've had sex (laughs) with you. (laughs) Uh, Weird. So uh, they kiss and it's it's literally every adjective. It's it's just everything. Uh, Then he asked just to stay a few more days. And I. I want to stay forever. Two more days. <laughs> I feel like he wanted to double back, but I, I think, honestly, I, I think that was just uh, the author forgot what she was talking about, like two lines before. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, very little is consistent, it seems. Yeah. So I, at this point, they're, they keep going with fate and the universe, and I'm pretty sure fate and the universe are going to sue because they're, they're the fucking main characters in the story. <laughs> or they're getting blamed for it. Right. <laughs> yeah, they don't Can't want any part of this. But this very <laughs> vanilla sex and romance. Uh, so they cut their stay short, and they go to her place now to have to excitedly have boring sex and that's the story what that's, that's all of it what a re- resolved no <laughs> real issue what <laughs> that was uh, it yeah I mean, it was an hour long story <laughs> wow uh, so I looked up the author a little bit and she's like very prolific. Like she's got a lot of really short romances. Hmm. Like I feel like this is a doctor office read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, her name is Kelsey Calloway. It seems like she specializes in mountain man romances. So if any of there you was no mountain are... and no man. <laughs> <sighs> so okay, I'm very disappointed. When you said <laughs> this was romance. going to be a mountain man romance Mm -hmm. i thought that he was gonna get stuck in the hotel room and the other guy (laughs) (laughs) the person he got stuck in the room with would be the mountain man oh my god that would have been so much (laughs) that's what i was expecting i'm so disappointed Uh, (laughs) i'm so sad now (laughs) uh, yeah that that was a fun little afternoon read and Honestly, I don't know how anyone could possibly enjoy this. It sounds unless like they were it doing was... it specifically this way, just to. It sounds like it's just air. Like there's no substance. Yeah, there's nothing there at all. I don't even remember the characters' uh, names. Now, I actually left a review on uh, Goodreads, and I was the only one. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. There was one other person. They left a three star rating, and they didn't actually leave a review. <laughs> Hmm. Boy. Maybe this author just pumps them out as fast as possible to just get quantity instead of quality. Right. Like I'm pretty sure you could just write this in an evening. Oh yeah. Did Did you find anything good, uh, producer Jay? I'm just amused that if you go to Amazon, the buyer would be within the first sentence. It says, "Made their heroines feel safe and warm." <laughs> I remember that review. <laughs> the 
that's why I start paying attention to the word warm over and over again. Yeah, it's very concerned that everything needs to be warm. Every image of her is a bit mochi, so you might be spot on with that AI thing. Oh, the author's image is an is a bitmoji. It's always something different, too. It's always a different bitmoji. Dark, dirty, and dangerous. The last one was just like some little hand-drawn-looking thing. Well, maybe this person has an AI program spitting out quick romance. I see a lot of five-star reviews on Goodreads. So they have a little bot army yeah, going and reviewing sure their stuff. Bot. And they're just describing the plot back to the... Yeah. God, I'm pretty sure no one else had rated this. You know, I was reading online about the um, the dead internet theory or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. It's a conspiracy theory that the idea is that a big part of the internet is bots talking to bots. <laughs> and it's just driving internet like traffic between them. Right. And it goes nowhere. And there's no humans actually <laughs> consuming not. the content. This makes me feel like that could be... <laughs> so that is the thing they talk about is like... Uh... Well, in the article, they were saying it's a conspiracy theory, not based in reality. Yeah, it generates so much stuff now that it's learning from stuff that previous versions of AI wrote. So it's just slowly turning into garbage, like photocopying the same picture over and then over. Mm -hmm. It's it's getting worse and worse. So it's like content on the internet is just going into the shithole. Right. Wow. Yeah, there's not uh, an overall negative review on this book, and I know that's wrong because this book is shit. It might be an AI I think uh, it is. content farm then. Because we had uh, talked yeah. about that Robert Evans, the Behind the Bastards, right. the AIs coming for your children, and yeah. that was what he talked about there, was how um, there's just so much AI content aimed at kids, and it's just nonsense. And there's even books being written. Yeah, this is just a lot of the lines in the reviews are just recycled lines, just moved to a different place in <laughs> in other people's uh, ratings. That is weird. That sounds a lot like bots, then. Yeah. Well. Yeah. If any how, of our listeners, how would you rate our AI overlord? <laughs> uh, you know, any other day I would give it like an F. <laughs> Oh, What's God, today? after doing the butterfly one yeah. and Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, today is... it gets a D, <laughs> a pity D. I'll give it a C. <laughs> it was warm. <laughs> it was so warm. <laughs> so warm. We didn't have any abuse. We didn't have any gaslighting. Nobody got hit. Nobody got raped. <laughs> it was fine. Oh, boy. The bar is so fucking low. It is so low now. That, uh, that... I don't know if we will ever recover. so if you're a patron you can look forward to 50 shades of gray coming out on the 15th and then our regular feed will be the wings of a butterfly yeah wings of wings of a butterfly wings of a butterfly um that motherfucker and that was it's it's just mature and it's just garbage it's just really bad so this is maybe come back to this when you need another light cleanse of something stupid <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah uh spam this author with uh, awful <laughs> awful comments and ratings and if the I'm bots come sure after you let us know yeah <laughs> but until then like subscribe comment uh 
leave us uh, suggestions for other stuff to read. And uh, I'll try not to read as much computer uh, porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was not too bad. So yeah. thank you, Bam Bam. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And we hope you have a good week. And thank you, Bugs, for just uh, just tolerating my bullshit today. <sighs> Quite a lot of it, but we got through, and we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs>